This is the OTP, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Need great health care coverage with an affordable price tag? Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans for 75 years. Today, we welcome the OT people to Martin, Tennessee, and the University of Tennessee at Martin Champions Club. With Coach Dave McGinnis and Amy Wells, I am Mike Keith. Welcome to Martin, Amy. It feels good to be here. I'm really enjoying my time here at Martin. Coach Mack, you have an esteemed guest sitting to your immediate left. Yes, I do. And I've got football practice going on here. I mean, I'm really happy right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm really happy. I'm going to introduce our esteemed guest. Everyone, please welcome the University of Tennessee Martin Chancellor and Titans season ticket member, Dr. Keith Carver. <laughs> Doc. Thanks for having us. Oh, thanks for being here. Love, love having you guys to Skyhawk Country. It is wonderful to be here. And as we drove up, I can't help but notice how this campus, first of all, it's beautiful because it's April, but this campus just continues to sort of blow up with different things happening since I've last been here. It is. You know, a lot of athletic improvements. We're about to open in August. A brand new engineering and science building, and so lots of things going on. We really are happy to be a part of all of West Tennessee, but really want to make sure that we're serving the local communities as well. And your graduate programs, too. Lots of people really jumping in on those opportunities. It is. You know, seven graduate programs, Mike, and all online, so very convenient. Wow. And so our graduate enrollment is really growing. Good stuff. All right, so... The most famous graduate of UT Martin, Pat Summit, you think? Pat Summit's right there, but you know, we've got some really good ones. Mike, you're not long in the tooth, but I know you know. I'm longer in the tooth than you are. Well, you know your <laughs> Tennessee politics, but Congressman Ed Jones. Sure. Congressman Seventh Ed District. Jones, that's exactly right. Yes. That's exactly right. Jerry Reese, former CEO and president of the New York Giants. Bill Rhodes, CEO and president of AutoZone. Uh, so we've we've got a lot of good folks doing a lot of good things. All right, so I want to quiz my group here because okay. we didn't really tell them there was going to be a quiz, but... They never do. Where, uh, wait a minute. Are, I mean, do you like Mike Keith's games? I, not the, a single time okay. have I ever enjoyed she the Mike Keith games. With no. She hates all like of my this. games. Now, for those of you on the OTP who don't know, we're in Martin, Tennessee, which is in Weekly County. Coach Mack... What is the county seat of Weekly County? Look, I thought this was going to be hard questions. <laughs> I mean, Dresden. I mean, are, are you serious? Wow. How about that? The county seat, it's Dresden. That's I mean, right. how hard is that? Well, I mean, that was pretty Everybody good. else in here. All right, dude. well, let's see how good you are. Everybody else in here. Outside of Ned Ray McWhorter, who was our governor, who is the most famous person from Dresden that you might know, even if you're not from Tennessee? Well, that's easy, too. I mean, of course, you know, Coach Mack's going to be involved in the sports world. Popeye Jones. I mean, come on, man. I mean, Popeye Jones, Popeye Jones still coaching right now. I mean, he's, he's coaching. I think he's at Denver now. I think he is at Denver. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, what else is hard are you going to ask? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've got another one then. So what, what do we got? What the high got school now? here is Martin Westview. They had two great players at the University of Tennessee, both of whom went oh, on to play for the Green Bay Packers. That's easy. That's easy. Come on. I've been in the NFL for 36 years. If I don't know this one, Chad Clifton and, and, and Harrell, those two guys were Justin really, Harrell. really Justin good Harrell. players. That's yeah. right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we knew Coach Mack. Hey, I, I mean, he's three for three. Are you amazed? 
Do you have any more? I have one more. Okay. Have you thought? Have you thought? Okay. Have you thought I've been asleep for the whole thirty-six years I've been in the league? No, but I mean, a lot of people don't know. I mean, this is pretty good. Okay, weekly county, a lot of great athletes, a lot of great sports, but there's one sport where athletes from weekly county have excelled year in, year out. Oh, and that is now. I've been in Tennessee. I'm a native Texan. But I, I coached for eight years with the Titans, and then I came back. This is my sixth year. So I've been in Tennessee for 14 years. Okay. I watch high school sports in this state, you as do. you well know, sure. a lot. I mean, women's basketball here is the deal. I mean, come on. It's women's <laughs> basketball. Keith Carver, what do we think about Coach Max? Well, they did win a state title. Yeah, Martin spring. Westview did. Martin Westview won a state title in women's basketball. But how many has Gleason won? Charles, what's the answer to that one? <laughs> well, wait, 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 I mean, there have been, 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 yeah, been several great teams that, from right. Weekly County right. overall. I would say that's that's accurate. Do you really think that's fair that I had to answer all these by myself and you got to ask for help? I mean, <laughs> very true. Very so true. here's the thing that I really would like to talk about. Mike Keith here tells me that UT Martin has a rodeo team. We do. Oh, and yes. we do. I was fortunate enough to meet the head coach, coach Luthie, which Luthie. was fantastic. But not every school has a rodeo team. I need to know more about this because this is very interesting to me. That's true. Well, it is, a, it is an intercollegiate sport. Uh, most rodeo teams, as you might think, are west of the Mississippi River. We compete against schools from all over the country. But there are in this region, when you think about Arkansas, Missouri, Kentucky, there's a lot of good competition just in Mississippi in these regional states. But listen, we've been doing rodeo here for a long time in our national championship back in 2014. But Coach Luthi has us in title contention every year, and we're proud of him. It's his last year. He's coached here for 25 years. That's great. But I think if you asked anybody in this room, anybody that's been affiliated with the rodeo program, Coach Luthi is a great molder of men and women. And to hear what his athletes, when they come back as alums, come back year after year to our rodeo we host here, which was last weekend. They just talk about the impact that he and Diana made on their lives. And that's what you really want at an educational institution. I got to talk to Coach Luthie. I mean, I, I was all fired up to meet him because the hometown I'm from in Snyder, Texas, West Texas, Western Community College has got a rodeo team. Okay. And I, I mentioned that immediately. He said, oh, yeah, I know your head coach. He said, I know your head coach. And then, no, 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 wait a minute. And then he said, you know, I used to have a really good friend as a head coach, but then he went down to Stephenville. I went, oh, yeah. Yeah, Tarleton's got a great rodeo team, too. And so I've got his card, so when I go home to see my mother this May, I'm going to go see the rodeo coach at the college. Coach, you and, and Coach Luthi might be related. We're close. Yeah. I mean, I'm, <laughs> where's he originally from? Kansas. Kansas? Kansas. Western Kansas? Kansas. Not, Amy was not thrilled with that response. Apparently, Missouri and Kansas have Missouri some sort of Missouri and Kansas don't get along. Oh. Oh. It's fine, but he gave me a hat. He did. You he got, did. It's a nice-looking hat. Well, yeah. so That looks great on When you. they yeah. won the national championship here in 2014, they were our Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame Collegiate Team of the Year, in large part because the University of Tennessee Martin Rodeo Team was the first ever rodeo team right. east of the Mississippi That's right. to ever win a national championship, which was unheard of. That's awesome. That's exactly right. Something to really be proud of. A lot really of things to be proud of here, including the fact that the chancellor at the University of Tennessee, Martin, Keith Carver, wife Holly Ann, children, season ticket members of the Tennessee Titans, that since 
When did you get your 2006, ticket? 2006, 2007. Okay. Yeah, yeah, 2006, 2007. How did you How did you end up with Titan season tickets? How did that happen? Well, so my, I had an uncle growing up that lived in Houston. He was a pharmacist down there, and my dad and I went down, and my uncle took me to my first NFL game in 1978 at the Astrodome, and I got to see Earl Campbell play as a rookie. Wow. And from that point on, the Oilers were my team. So I had the baby blue satin starter pullover sure. with, the, nice. with the oil rig patch on it I wore to school, <laughs> uh, the Earl Campbell posters and, and Robert Brazil posters on my sure. wall. And it just stuck. So, Mike, when they came to Tennessee years ago, I mean, I was absolutely thrilled. And, and Holly Ann uh, sort of gave up her affiliation with the star team. Oh. Mm. And became full-fledged Titans, too, when they when they came here. And so in uh, 2006, you know, we just had our last of our three children. Right. Thought this will be a good, fun thing to do. And got those seats, and we absolutely love it. It's a lot of fun to go over there. Great family fun on Sundays. So is it also true that you have a Titans jersey on your wall in your office? I, I do. Well, I do. I do. I do. We had a, a UT Martin graduate, a fellow by the name of Joe Este. Joe had a cup of coffee with the Titans and was there long enough to play in a couple preseason games and was fortunate enough with some good friends that I have with the Titans organization that they gave me a Joe Este jersey. So Very cool. We have a, a Skyhawk Titan and probably are going to have more in the future, but that was just the first. So John Robinson excited. gave you that jersey. He did. He, he, he was when he found out that you were excited about Joe being here. He really liked Joe, and everybody there really thought a lot of him. And he did a great job in camp. And he's great. You know, sometimes yeah. it just doesn't quite work out. But that doesn't mean you're not a good player, and it doesn't mean you're not a special guy. And so for him to be there, I know it meant a lot to the school and for the type of person that Joe is. I mean, remarkable. Just remarkable. And 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 you all probably know the story, but Joe took care of two much younger siblings while he was in school here. Brought them back from New Orleans. They were in elementary school here while he was a student. And he was a student athlete, but also a parent, too, uh, to these two younger siblings. And just seeing the community rally behind Joe, behind this younger brother and sister, were just really special. That's a very worthy jersey. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. In your office. It's fantastic. Very cool. I didn't realize, though, I had to frame it because I didn't realize how form-fitting the NFL jerseys <laughs> were. So I couldn't quite wear the Joe Este jersey around. Um, looked like I was putting on a child's small. You but, know? you know, it's, it's really that way even with the Linemen, really? Oh, absolutely. No, because no, they, they go ahead and tell him why, Coach. Well, because everybody cheats. No, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean you, you, I'm, it's the truth. I mean, we're we're here among friends. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I've been coaching this league a long time, and and the jerseys kept getting tighter and tighter. Before the jerseys was really tight. Mm-hmm. Well, then the offensive and defensive linemen would silicone the outsides of their jerseys so that when you tried to grab a hold and jerk, their hands would slip. Well, they started outlawing the silicone. Sure. So then they started, the equipment men started tailoring jerseys. These jerseys are tailored to the players. And to get them on, it takes two equipment men to get it on over their pads. They put the jersey on the pads first and then put it all together on as a shell. And they have to be basically pulled into those jerseys. So that's the reason you didn't want to wear it around town. So I need some – I could get some equipment guys here, though, to help me get Mm -hmm. that over. You could get some equipment guys. Yeah. But tell them just to tug real easy, though. Okay. All right. All right. I am (laughs) sort of fragile. (laughs) 
You mentioned your kids. Yeah. Um, are you raising them up as Titans fans as well? Do they get to go to the games? You know, they do. And it's a little bit of a struggle, Amy, because we have two tickets. Okay? <laughs> so somebody gets left out each week. Now, our son, Britton, who's 16 and still in high school, he is the the most obvious and most frequent recipient of the tickets. And either Holly Ann and I will go and sit with him, but it's much to the chagrin of older brother and older sister. But they're a little older. JT's in college. Carson's just graduated and is now working at a college. And so their schedules don't quite allow them the flexibility. Gotcha. How but, convenient. But uh, it's funny, though. During the playoffs, they become they get real friendly. Real convenient. Yeah, yes. real convenient. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. I think it's time for more tickets. Do yeah. you? We, Do you? we yeah. know can, somebody who you know can somebody? hook you up. Yeah. yeah. Somebody, so my CFO Holly Ann's right there. My, you, can, you, can, you can talk to her. We're paying for a wedding next month, so ah. may, maybe in maybe in twenty three. Well, congratulations. Maybe, well, thank you. Congrats. And there's talk of a new stadium, so maybe we could do more in the new. That, that's that's true. Ha, have your folks call our folks. Well, okay. yeah. well, well, we can do that. Now tell everybody about JT. For those sure. on the OTP who don't know. You have an SEC football play inside. I, I do. JT is a redshirt freshman place kicker for the Tennessee Volunteers. Nice. And just finished. He, he graduated early, so this is his second spring up there and, and got to go watch him work out a little bit last weekend. They didn't have an orange and white game because of the stadium right, right, construction, sure. but they had a controlled scrimmage for the parents. And he's a business major. He's working hard. He wants to. He played in one game last year. Was really trying to push the starter, but we told him just to keep improving and relax and enjoy college. So he's he's doing well. You know, I, he probably wasn't good enough to play at UT Martin. So I'm glad. Good. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that he could could go. No, he's a a great kid and a good talent, and we're excited to see what happens for him. There. You have to be very proud. That's cool, right? Wanted to see. That's really cool. Really fun. Really fun. Now, as a lifetime Titans fan, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. or the lifetime of the Titans, well, and the Oilers, yeah, and the Oilers. Do you have a favorite Titans moment? Is there something that really catches your attention? You know, I, I tell you, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but probably my years as an Oilers fan was I have. Uh, more disappointing moments. You know, we'd run up against the dreaded Steelers, the Steelers. in those the great Oilers playoff were good games. Good teams. That's exactly. It's oh, good absolutely. Teams. And by absolutely. the way, and and by the way, Mike Renfro mm -hmm. was in bounds on the in the end zone. Oh, I, I yeah, Mike absolutely. Renfro, just, just Mike and I, Mike and I played together at TCU, so Mike was in bounds. That let's was, just get that. That's out exactly way. right. Yeah, I mean, they should have reviewed. That we should have had review. You yeah. know, back well, then. Well, he was in bounds, um, and the man who called that was a Nashvilleian, Don Orr. The, Don Orr. the official who called that was Don Orr from Nashville, Tennessee. Did he graduate from Vanderbilt? He Mike? played at Vanderbilt. Uh, that's what I figured. Uh. <laughs> that's what I figured. Uh, but, you know, I, I think going back as a young adult and adult, that moment around the Music City miracle and when all hope was lost I remember we were about to turn the television off we were there Holly Ann was we were expecting a child at that time and and we were not at the game we were we were at home and we were about to leave to go watch the Lady Balls play UConn I was mm -hmm. working on the Knoxville campus at yes. that time but Holly Ann said no let's just Let's just watch. Let's watch it till it's over. Good call, and, Holly. Um, so we watched it till it was over, and it was just just a lot of fun. And and I think too, I've got to say, a lot of fun times in the McNair 
era, but it, I really loved watching Chris Johnson run oh, his yeah. rookie rookie and sophomore oh, uh, year. He was just so much fun. So a lot, a lot of great moments. Uh, this year, the Thursday night game against the 49ers was as electric a crowd as I'd seen in a long time. So lots of fun moments and more to come. I mean, I can't wait for the playoff run this year. There you go. There it is. Speaking of Holly Ann's good call, how about Mike Keith's call of that Music was amazing. City Miracle. That was amazing. I mean, that's in that's in NFL history. I mean, yes, that it was is. outstanding. Thank yes, you, it Coach. is. Did a, did a did a fantastic. Mike Mike does such a great job. Thank you. You guys both do great jobs. Very kind of yeah. you. Yeah. Very kind. Yeah. All right, so let's wrap up here. Yeah. Do you have a question for Coach Mack? You, you know, I do. You've got you're on the OTP. Yeah. You've got yeah. Dave McGinnis sitting there. Yes. Here's a chance for Dr. Keith Carver to let's throw out his own. OTPQ. So, so, Coach, I'm sorry. I mean, we, this is the first time we've met, and I don't want it's you to think I'm. No, no, it's no, not your fault. I don't want you to think I'm that guy. But okay, <laughs> as a, as a fan, okay, if you're if you're if you're the czar of the of the Titans' war room, and you're looking at needs, okay, and you're looking at at offensive line, you're looking at outside linebacker, uh, you're looking at maybe a backup, heir apparent quarterback to Tannehill. What would you do with that first round, late first round pick? First of all, legitimate questions. Okay. Legitimate questions. Okay. Here's the thing. I've drafted in this league for a long time. Mm -hmm. I've drafted high and I've drafted low. Mm -hmm. When you draft low, you really kind of have to set your sights on a pod or a cluster of players. Yeah. And as the draft moves down to you, then you start to build your bullpen and say, not vertically by position, but horizontally by requisite value across the board. So what I would do if I'm staying at 26 – I'm going to pick the best player that's sitting there, but with an eye towards the offensive line, mm -hmm. with an eye towards receiver, mm -hmm. and also, you know, possibly with an eye towards a corner if there's somebody there mm -hmm. that I really like. The difference in this draft now for John Robinson, right now as it sits, he's got pick 26, and then he's got pick 90. That's a big spread. Huge gap. That's a big gap. And so that comes into your thinking a little bit too. During the draft, here's what happens. When, you know, the, the first round, we were talking about this on the way down, there's 10 minutes around, so about three rounds out, which gives you, gives you a chance with about 30 minutes to start calling people around the league saying, look, Keith, you've got this in the second, you've got this in the third. Would you be interested in coming up to the 26th? If you've got somebody that you want, you start chumming the water, just mm -hmm. like you do when you're deep sea fishing. You chum the water, see if you can pull anything in there to you. So this is going to be an interesting draft just because of where they are drafting and, right now, the gap that they have. How's that answer? That's a fantastic okay, – I think that's a great you. answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are so excited to be here. Thank you. And we thank you so much. We thank you for introducing Amy Wells to UT Martin Rodeo. I'm God, a this is a great now. hat. Absolutely. What a great You've got hat. a lifelong a great, fan in me. Well, it, it's a great name for a baby, Rodeo. Rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the, the agreement that she went with is uh -huh. we were trying to find the draft prospect with the best name and that she would take that name for her child-to-be. And so we picked – Smoke Monday from Auburn. <laughs> oh, Name the yeah. child Smoke. Smoke. Yeah. She yes. doesn't like that as she, much she as doesn't? we do. Okay, well, I <laughs> yeah. think that's great. Well, listen, guys, as, I, as I'm leaving, I want to thank you. We get a lot of students from the Waverly area, and a lot of students from the high school come here. I just want to thank the entire Titans organization for how special you made that town and those young men and, and all those parents affiliated with Waverly, how special you made them feel last year. That was a really good thing that you all did. And it sounded like I was listening to Monday Night Football. I mean, it was incredible. 
We so, had a great time. Thank we, you. We, Thanks we really, for saying really that. Absolutely. Dr. Absolutely. Keith Carver, right, everybody. Thank you, Thanks, thank you for Dr. hosting Carver. us. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you. So good to be here and talk with him. And now, so yeah, good he to knows he knows football he knows his too. stuff. Mm-hmm. He knows ball. I, I might have gotten a text from him about football before, so uh, <laughs> he might have said, "What was that?" Um, I, I love talking to people that know ball. I know it's a good thing. Let's uh, do a review of the OTP from Hub City Brewing in Jackson. We had a great visit with Kyle Spurgeon, the president and CEO of the Jackson Chamber. We reviewed seventeen cornerbacks and nine safeties. From the Coach Mac 150, which is Coach Mac's top 150 prospects in this draft, Coach Mac called the cornerback class large in numbers and very good in terms of talent. Rhett Bryan said there is no question that Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati is the number one cornerback. Coach Mac believes Washington's Trent McDuffie is the number two cornerback. LSU's Derek Stingley Jr. has upped his stock after his excellent pro day on March the 18th. Coach Mack believes that Houston's Marcus Jones is a name that is catching fire in a lot of circles because of his outstanding return ability, but Coach Mack also thinks Jones will become a capable slot corner in the NFL. When asked, who else do you like amongst the cornerbacks, Rhett Bryan went with UT San Antonio's Tariq Woolen, while David McGinnis named Sam Houston State's Zion McCollum. When asked who among the cornerbacks will prove to be an incredible draft value, Coach Mack named Washington's other cornerback, the physical Kyler Gordon, while Rhett went with Kair Elam from Florida. Alante Taylor from the University of Tennessee, his stock seems to be rising. Coach Mack said that teams love his versatility on defense because he may also be able to play safety. Taylor's special team's ability excites teams as well. Our discussion of safety started with the top man on everyone's board, Notre Dame's Kyle Hamilton. Coach Mack believes that Hamilton's versatility will enable his NFL team to use him creatively, especially against tight ends. Coach Mack is not worried about Hamilton's lack of speed, as he believes that his team will avoid putting Hamilton on an island. Rhett Bryan is a fan of both Lewis Seen from Georgia and Dax Hill from Michigan. He loves the physicality and versatility of both. Coach Mack thinks that Baylor product Jalen Petrie will help his NFL team immediately in their big nickel package. Red Bryan says if you're looking for a thumper at safety, Cincinnati's Brian Cook is your guy. And that is a review from the last OTP on the road. So now I think we should turn towards running backs. There are 10 on the Coach Mack 150. Let's list them right now. Brees Hall from Iowa State, Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M, Ken Walker III from Michigan State, Brian Robinson from Alabama, Damian Pierce from Florida, Rashad White from Arizona State, Pierre Strong from South Dakota State, Jerome Form from Cincinnati, Tyler Algier from BYU, and James Cook from Georgia. Coach Mack, how good is this running back group overall? It's a decent group. It's good in the middle, the belly of the draft. I don't think there's surefire number one pick for the first round in this draft, but there's a really good belly of the draft, and there's different types. There's guys that can carry the load for three downs. There's guys that are going to be third down backs. So it's a decent draft in the middle. Do you think that there is a true number one running back in this draft? I, I, I really don't. And, and, and I think, you know, Brees Hall from Iowa State would be that guy 
if indeed somebody's taken number one. I don't see a running back going in the first round this year at this point. Now, Ken Walker is a guy that played at Michigan State, but he's actually from West Tennessee. What do you like about Walker? Get out your notebook for well, all it, of us. Look, it, this notebook, I've done 36 drafts, and this is what I write in by hand when I'm watching tape. Then we'll transfer it to everything that you have to do digitally anymore now in, in this day and age. But here's what I wrote. Rocked up build means he's very strong, explosive, lateral agility, needs to improve as a receiver, and he's also very limited in his pass protection. Got great instincts as a runner. I think he's an immediate NFL starter right now. He reminds me a lot of someone that I think people will be aware of in the Southeastern Conference in years past, Garrison Hurst. Oh, yeah, Garrison Hurst. Okay, Jerome Ford started his career at Alabama, transferred to Cincinnati and became a star. What is Jerome Ford all about as a running back? 5'10", a little shade over 5'10", 210 pounds. He runs a 4'4'6", so he's got some juice to him. Uh, he's an effective just blend of size and strength and speed. To me, Jerome Ford will be an excellent number two back on somebody's roster. He's a, he's a number two back. He needs to improve more and just be more creative with his runs. You can get away with some things being static in collegiate football. You need, he needs to be more creative behind the line of scrimmage once he gets the ball. He'll be a good number two back to begin with, Mike. Coach Mack, I've heard a lot of people talking about BYU's Tyler Algier, maybe because they like his story. He walked on his first two years at BYU to be able to pay the rent. He worked at Walmart. So that's a cool story, and, go. and he goes on, and he has a, a nice career for the Cougars. What do you like about Tyler Algier? Uh, Algier from BYU, first of all, he's different than these other two we've talked about. He doesn't have that real jump-out speed. He's 5'10", 6", 224 pounds, runs a 4'6", and that's, that's what he runs. He's not an explosive runner, but he's a very consistent uh, back. He's got great feet for a bigger back. He's excellent, excellent when they throw him the football. This guy can be a third down back for you. He reminds me a lot, Mike, of a guy that is in the league now, James Conner. Doesn't have great speed, but can catch the ball and he'll be, I think he'll play all three downs, whoever drafts him. All right, let's pivot a little bit and look at the 16 inside linebackers that are on the Coach Mac 150. I'll list them for you. Nicobe <laughs> Dean from Georgia, Devin Lloyd from Utah, Chad Muma from Wyoming, Quay Walker from Georgia, Troy Anderson from Montana State, Damon Clark from LSU, Brian Asamoa from Oklahoma, Leo Chanel from Wisconsin, Christian Harris from Alabama, Channing Tyndall from Georgia, Terrell Bernard from Baylor, Darian Beavers from Cincinnati, JoJo Doman from Nebraska, Mike Rose, Iowa State, Malcolm Rodriguez, Oklahoma State, and Jesse Lukita, Penn State. Now, I said N'Kobe Dean's name first, but is he your top-rated inside backer? I think Devin Lloyd is okay. from Utah. I think, that, that's, I think that's my number one guy, just because he's a little bigger, 6'0", 6 237 pounds. There are different types of linebackers, Amy. I mean, you and I do a lot of work on the draft, you know, leading up to it. He's a bigger, thumper, inside linebacker guy. N'Kobe Dean would be my choice if I want to cover linebacker immediately. I mean, he's a guy that can, that can go, but he's not. He's 5'11", 229 but he makes tackles all over the field. Both of those guys are my top two. I think it depends a lot on the type of defense that you're running as to where you'd take those, those linebackers. But they are my top two. There are some people that I respect who believe that when we look back at this group of linebackers in this draft class, Troy Anderson 
will end up being the biggest star. Coach Mack, why is Troy Anderson such an intriguing prospect? He's a guy, Mike, that has risen throughout this pre-draft process. I mean, his numbers at the Combine were just off the charts. You know, he's a big linebacker, first of all. I mean, he's got size, and he ran a 4-4-2 in the 40, which is, which is amazing. 36-inch vertical jumps, what measures your explosive ability. He's a size-speed athlete. He's very tough. He's got versatility. Here's what he's got. He needs to refine his skills playing linebacker behind the line. Right now, he's a see-ball, get-ball guy. He just sees it and goes. He's going to have to learn how to read the center guard triangle. He's going to need to learn nuances of hand usage, but he's got the athletic marks that make you think once he puts it all together, he can be a really good player in this league. Amy, he started his college career as a running back. He's also played quarterback, quarterback before moving to linebacker. That's the kind of athlete Troy Anderson is. Well, I like the people who can play a lot of different positions. And another guy who has played a lot of different positions is Jojo Doman. I mean, he played five different positions on defense. And so, Mac, he's getting a lot of attention. I mean, he's a great story. But is it because he has played so many different positions on defense? No, this guy has very attractive athletic traits. Great anticipation player. He's 6012-228, you know, 458, which is about the middle of the range for a linebacker in this league to be able to run things down. But he's very good in space, which this game has played a lot now. Game's expanded a lot horizontally. He's very good at that. And to me, JoJo Doman is an immediate sub-package starter and he's going to be an immediate special teams contributor. Jesse Lakita from Penn State's a guy that I saw at the Senior Bowl, and he, he's 261 pounds, Coach. He is heavy like an anvil. Is he a true inside linebacker? No, he is not, Mike, and what you saw is good. His strength, he played overhang. He played an overhang linebacker there at Penn State, which means he was off the line, off the edge of the defensive end, but they rushed him a lot. That's what he does best. And so if you're going to draft Jesse Lakita, you're going to have to have a role for him especially in your sub packages as a rusher, but he will be an immediate special teams player. But I don't think anybody's going to take him and put him behind the line of scrimmage and ask him to play that. Who's the inside linebacker that you would want to grab on day three? Is there a guy? Sure. I got plenty of guys, Amy. You know, I, got, I got plenty. <laughs> He's got of guys. 150. I got, well, I got, shit. I mean, I've you just need a, one, man. I don't know. <laughs> I've watched a lot of. By the way, that hat is outstanding. Thank you. I that, feel very that, cool. You've got to tweet out that hat. There. Tweet the hat. The rodeo, just, that's a rodeo championship hat. Looks so national good on you. championship. You wear yeah. that really well. I mean, I feel like a winner, and I also feel well, like you know I look what? good. You're and just so I think that's like a winner that looks good. Yeah, you are. And you're about one tick away from being a barrel racer with that hat on. I like it. I mean, need a horse. You, give me a horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's two. There's okay. two that I like. Channing Tindall from Georgia. Yeah. I like this player. 601-7230. And look, he was overshadowed a little bit because they had a fabulous defensive team. That guy's a good football player. But the kid I like, too, is Darian Beavers from Cincinnati. You know, this guy is a bigger guy, 6036, 237. Uh, he's an inside linebacker that you could also probably use in an altered package as an edge rusher. So those are kind of my two guys down the road. Amazing. You've yeah. now you've now covered everything in the draft in your top 150. Yeah, and we still got a draft to go. And how, we got two weeks much, to go to the draft. How much yep. fun so do, now what are we going to do? How much fun do we have with the draft? A well, lot. It has been it has been a tremendous tour. The OTP live tour we're we're done. I can't believe it. Six days. What Thanks. a great place to end up. It's though, a great that, right? watching UT Martin practice football out. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. May stick around and watch a little ball practice as we wrap up the OTP Live Tour. A lot of thank yous to Randy Wilbore and Jane Ann Webster at Farm Bureau Health Plans. Certainly to Pat Martin and his fine staff at Martin's Barbecue. To Todd Stewart 
and the athletic department at Western Kentucky University. To our friend Larry Stone, everyone at WTTU Radio, and the event planning class at Tennessee Tech. To Kyle Spurgeon and his staff at the Jackson Chamber, and to the folks at Hub City Brewing in Jackson. To Dr. Keith Carver and all of the Skyhawks here at (laughs) UT Martin. To both of the men named Ray who drove us, the two Rays. (laughs) Ray 1 and Ray 2. Ray 1 and Ray 2. And certainly our outstanding Titan staff, Josh Corey, Jenny Deloach, Caroline Palmer, Emily Fields, Chris Lee, Savannah Howie, Justin Sullivan, Ashley Farrell, Tyler Atwell, Cameron Faulkner, Caitlin Hungerford. Thank you so much. To Rhett Bryan, who's not here, unfortunately. He had a bunch of meetings. But but he's a big part of it. What a job Rhett Bryan and Coach Dave McGinnis did for compiling and taking us through the Coach Mac 150 for the 2022 NFL Draft. How about giving them a big hand for the job that they did? And how about the MVP of the OTP Live Tour, self-described 500 weeks pregnant. (laughs) She said it, not me. Amy Wells. I am. You had the vision for this tour. You've made it. Well, yeah. All the medical staffs that were on call can now go yeah. back. They can come off of level five. and. Yeah, shout out to every ambulance that's been on standby across the state of Tennessee. We, <laughs> we appreciate you. This has been even better than I ever thought it could be. For the first year of taking the show out on the road, we were able to see so many people. We were able to go to so many different parts of this state. And I think it's only going to get better from here. And I'm just, I'm over the moon. I'm tickled about it. And we did some legit draft talk. Big time legit like, draft we're talk. we're ready to go. Yeah, we are. We'll be there. There you go. Well, some of us will be there. We'll see if others will make it to the finish line. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's not looking good. So. Most, most, partly cloudy on that one. Huh? Yeah, it is. Uh, most of all, our thanks to the amazing OT people. Because of your great support, we will do this in a bigger and better way going forward. We've got ideas already. We wanted to see what this looked like. You have responded through social media Uh, You've responded to everything that we've been doing. People have turned out. People have continued to download the OTP. And the official Titans podcast is uh, starting year five with a bang. And so uh, tighten up, everybody. For all of the fine people who have made this happen, I'm Mike Keith from UT Martin in Coach Mac's favorite, Weekly County, where the (laughs) county seat is, Dresden. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Show where the legends go. Everybody knows it's our house.